0: Hey, y'all. My name is Samantha, Samantha, and welcome back to the Stuttering Christian podcast. Wow, do I sound official? I thought it would be best to actually write down my intro to make me sound fancy, I guess. (laughs) So, Currently, I am recording this outside. It is 7.48 a.m. on this cool Texan morning. I'm sitting by my pool, and it's just a really nice morning. Fun fact about me, I am a morning person, if you did not know. I truly, truly do love just the more mornings. So, how have I been? (laughs) I've been all right. It's been kind of hard. My job, it's It's been a answer of prayers, but something that isn't really talked about much is when no one shows up for youth and just the feeling it brings you. This past Sunday was the second Sunday of no kids showing up. And yeah, I was hurt during that moment, because who wasn't? You plan something and no one shows. Like that's around the lines of being stood up. And yes, I've been stood up before, but it was hard. But during that time of me just being alone in the church, I really thought a lot of just about my job and how I shouldn't feel so hurt when no one shows. Something that before I got this job and when I was volunteering at my home church, I would say this to other uh, adults because we have the tendency to focus on numbers of the amount of kids that show when we need to be excited that someone shows. And along the lines of no one showing, we need to still rejoice. God has given us this time where we can spend more with Him. So some crazy stuff there how has god been working in my life this has been something that i've really have dwelled in and just rejoicing in the small moments Re- rejoicing when to show up to youth rejoicing when, when none shows all also i've just been seeing God work in my in my life with through my friend my friendships and through me real realizing that the majority of my friends are still in college and the others are either engaged married or pregnant with their first kid and i'm here and so i've really there's been a lot of times that i've had to remind myself just the joy of being alone but it not really being a bad a bad thing if that makes if that makes sense what the pandemic taught taught me is just the joy of waking up early, yet this is coming from me. I am a morning person, but just the joy of waking up and watching the sunrise and hearing the birds chirp or sitting by your pool and just seeing God's work god's masterpiece with the birds chirping and all of that all of that stuff it's pretty crazy just how god god works so within god working i want to talk about something that is a major part in my life and that's Church camp, Glen Lake camp, but the perspective of being a person that stutters in working at Glen Lake camp. So Glen Lake camp, if you didn't know, I love camp. I love church camp. I just love Glen Lake camp. Glen Lake Camp is my second home. It is where I've had those good, good cries. It's where I've made friends. It's where I've been hurt by people that I thought were my friends. It's been where I've learned more about myself. It's been where I've faced the fear of just everything. But... Before my just love of Glen Lake Camp, let's go back to when I first attended camp. So I don't really remember the year, but I attended Glen Lake Camp with my friend Samantha. No, not me. I don't know. There's Samantha. And It changed my life to a point. What really stood out to me is a staffer coming up to me and telling me, saying, Sam, you would be perfect working at Glen Lake Camp. And my response was... (laughs) No one would hire someone that can't even say their their name right. I was just shook. But after time passed, I attended camp again as a camper for the second and last time. And I was paired up with a counselor named Hit she changed my she changed my life she too told me saying sam you would be perfect working here as a summer staffer and i once again said <laughs> no one would hire someone that can't even say their name right And next thing you know, my last chance of actually attending camp would be as a JUCO. And that is a junior counselor, counselor in training, all of that stuff. And I sucked up the fear and I said, okay, I will apply. And then I got the job. And what was so different is, and cool at the same time that through the training, I didn't have to deal with someone laughing at the way I talked, the way I spoke, the way I said my name and when camp started the first because i only signed up to work for two weeks and that first week i was paired up with hip my former camp count counselor and now i'm her co and that was really special because She believed in me when I didn't. She gave me the chance to lead small group, even though I told her no. She gave me the chance to just speak and I finally said, okay. And I began to tell our campers about the story of Moses. And how God called on him to go free his people. And Moses's response was, Lord, I can't. I have a stutter. Call on my brother. But when you look in scri- scripture, yes, like his brother was there. But it always mentions Moses speaking. And that That was a seed that was planted in my life because of Hit. Because of her believing in me, I decided I want to work at camp for both of the months, for all of the summer. And so I did. And this was the first my first year working both months. It was the first year that my former boss, Kim, it was her first year working and it was so cool because within HIT and now, now Kim, Kim believing in me when I still had that doubt that no one will understand me because of the way I talk. No one will even see just the passion that I have because of the words stumbling out of my mouth. Kim believed in me. And so after that summer, I applied again. And Kim still believed in me. And then the last summer, and it was my last summer work, work in there, but during the time I had no clue it was, Kim constantly believing in me, trusting me, Knowing that even in the midst of me having not great fluency, she still would call on me. I can't thank Kim enough because of her of her pushing me, of her telling me, saying, Sam, you got this. I wouldn't have this drive of just church camp. Yes, I love church camp because of other reasons, but Kim was the driving force of her constant belief in me made me want to come back again and again and again. My last year working, I would have to say was the best year, besides me getting pneumonia the last week of camp. And I was crushed. I was so crushed that every time Kim would call me, I would act, not sick and I would say yeah Kim I can come I can come back and Jamie because she was there and my other staff friends were there and they would tell Kim no Sam is still sick and then Kim would call me out saying you can't lie to me that you're not sick you literally just coughed and so mm. (laughs) but as a person that stutters because we believe that we and this is just my opinion and just what I've believed in is that For one, no one would hire me because of that I stuttered. I believed that the best summer camp job that I could get would be at a camp involving stuttering, but I was wrong. Working at a church camp where you were the only starter within the camp is difficult, but it's also life-changing. Cha- now, after those many years, I had the chance to volunteer. I was paired up with my cit who was now a summer staffer all in, all, in, <laughs> all in all i have to say that even in the midst of fear even in the midst of you telling yourself you can't do something because of the way you talk, know that God is always there. God has never left, nor will he ever leave. God is always there. And to... My stuttering friends, know that you are capable. You are able to do whatever you feel that you're called to. This is coming from myself. A person, a Texan gal that believed for the longest time That I could not work at church camp because of the way I talked. Who would trust me with their kids when I can barely speak? I don't know about you, but God works. He works in insane, crazy ways. So, that is my story story Uh, that is the talking my journey that's the right right word my journey as working at a church camp and being a person that stutters so Speaking on Church Camp, I have a Church Camp story. And no, it, it doesn't involve Stuttering. The net the next story does, but this one involves Church Camp and probably the most hilarious story I have to share. So get ready because you were about to laugh hard. So this takes place 20, either 2017 or 18. It was the last full week of camp. Both I and my co were exhausted. We were in cabin three and if You've been to Glen Lake Camp. You know what Cabin cab 3 looks like. And so I was sitting on my bed, my bunk, that was clo- closest to the door. And I was talking to my co, and I felt a tap on my leg. And I'm like, please, God. I don't want that to be a bug. It it did not feel like a bug. And so I look over and I see it's one of my campers. Let's call this camper Sue. So Sue looks at me in just pure sadness. And in my mind, I'm just praying. I'm like, Lord, please. Please don't have her homesick. They go home tomorrow. Please, Lord. And so I respond with Hey, Sue, what's wrong? Like you look sad. And she looks at me and she's like Miss Sam, I have a pro a problem and I'm I I respond with uh what's your problem and she looks at me tears about to fill in her eyes and her response is miss sam i forgot how to fart (laughs) and my response me trying my hardest not to bust out laughing i respond with hmm so do you, you know that frozen girl elsa and she's about to start crying and she's like yeah and <laughs> then respond with, you know her song, Let It Go. And she looks at me and she responds with, yeah, like this girl is about to start crying. And I respond with, so in this moment, you just have to let it go. Just relax. And the the fart will come out. And she's like in tears now. And she's like, okay. And she walks to her side of where her bunk is. And y'all, I have never heard that loud of a fart to come out of that small, tiny child. And I knew it was her because she, I heard a voice saying, yes. And that same camper Sue, she walks back and she's like, Miss Sam, guess what? I responded with, what? (laughs) And she begins to tell me, I let it go and I farted and I feel very good now. And (laughs) still I'm trying my best not to laugh and I'm, I respond with, well, congrats. So that's the story of when i was a summer staffer at glenlet camp and i had a camper in tears telling me she forgot how to fart so <laughs> now we are almost to the end of the podcast but don't fret because I have a stuttering story to share. And before I get into this story, I want you to know that I'm not mad at the teacher. If it wasn't for this moment, I would not have known how to get accommodation set for me when I would have to present projects. So, enjoy. This takes place in 7th grade. And if you know me, you know 7th grade was the worst year. The worst year for me because new school, I got bullied a lot. But that's besides the point but the story take takes place in my science class and it was the day where we had to present our projects and I was paired up with my friend at the time and I made a deal with my with my friend telling her I will do the entire project I just need you to present, and then we are even, and she agreed, and the day that we had to present, we get called up, and my friend presents and says everything, but the teacher stops her and says, How about we let Samantha speak? And this is when the fear of just speaking in front of a big group started to kick in. It started with my hands shaking and getting clammy. My legs started to shake and my throat, it felt like it was closing up and I was scared. I was just trying to get one word out because all the teacher wanted me to say is just one word, and I wasn't able to get the word out. To the point where I broke down, I started crying in front of my science class. I I was so embarrassed that it made me cry more, which that did not even help with my stutter. And after the project was done, we sat down and the teacher let me go to the bathroom. And I was like, still like crying. Snot running down, like it was a sob, and I get to the bathroom, and there was this girl there. And in my mind, I'm like, "Crap, another person seeing me cry." And this girl, my, I'm not a person to judge a book by its cover, but she was the type of girl. That you would consider her as, like, a bad girl. Like, she would skip class and all of that stuff. But at the same time, she was beautiful. She always had her makeup did every time I would see her in the, in the hall. But I digress. I walk into the bathroom... And the girl looks at me and she, her first words were, who do I need to start a fight with? And I was just dumbfounded. I was like, wait, what? And she said, you were crying. So I expect that someone bullied you. Who do I need to start a fight with? A stranger that I saw in the hallway. Her response was that. Like she did not know me. I did not know, know her. And I began to tell her what went what went down. And she looks at me, and her response was I'm not great with words. But I, I want you to know that even in the midst of your stuff there, you still didn't give up. You were still here. And to this day, it's, that's something that I still hold with me, that... I'm still here. I haven't given up yet. I haven't accepted the fear of speaking to just control my life. And as she encouraged me and as I cleaned myself up, I waited until the lunch bell rang. So I can just go into class and not... See any of my classmates. And I went to grab my stuff, and the teacher stopped me, and she brought me over to her her desk, and she be- begins to apologize. She says that I know you stutter, but I don't want you to be mad at me. I don't want you to think that I made you cry or stuff like that. And I began to tell her, it's not your fault. You pushed me into speaking because that's what you thought was best. And it's okay. And to this day, I still remember that. I still remember those feelings. And you may think, like, oh, that teacher sucks, blah, 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 blah. But no, if it wasn't for her, I would not have accommodation set for speaking in front of a class i would not have known just the trust i need to build with a te- a teacher to for one believe in me that i'm not faking this i'm like i truly do stutter and i truly do have this fear if it wasn't for her then i most likely would not have come across the national stuttering association so i to the te- the teacher that was my science teacher know that i'm not mad at you that moment is a part of my story A part of my story to share to other stutters and non stutters out out there to show them that yes, speaking is hard, but having a teacher to believe in you will help. So, all right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Episode. I know that it is a lot. There's a lot of me just talking about camp and about my stuff there, and even talking about the poor camper that forgot how to fart. Yes, but I'm glad that you took time out of your day to listen. And if you get the chance, share this with a with a friend. And if you know any other people that start there, share this with them to, for one, remind them that they are not all alone. So hopefully next episode, I will have a guest. And this guest does not know that she's going to be on my podcast. And that's my other sister, Jamie. Yes, Jamie, if you've listened to this far, yes, you are going to be on my podcast. So I hope y'all have a great day. And if you meet someone that that's stu- there's... Be kind and don't be a jerk. Bye.